Okay, we're holding on Pei Zayin in the subject of the story of Matan Teira. So he brought the Machlekes between Rabbi Yeshin and Rabbanon. When was Matan Teira? Based on when Rish Chodesh was. Was Rish Chodesh on a Sunday or on a Monday? So was Shabbos, Vav, or Zion? So we're going to have now questions on both opinions, which seemingly the questions that you can ask on Tanoim is only from Psukim. You can't ask them from another Tana, because they can argue on the Tana. They must be asking questions from Psukim. So we're holding Pezayin Omadalef, we're a few lines down already. We're holding six lines down, the line starts like Gebola, we're holding Mesevein. So they asked the question on Rabbi Yossi. It says clearly in the Torah, Hashem told Moshe, that he should make Eden holy separate from their wife today and tomorrow, two days. Now, the whole thing that I told you by heart that Moshe added the date, the Gemara didn't say that yet. So in the meantime, we're still having a question. The question is, the Pasuk clearly says there are only two days how could Rabbi Yaisi come and say there were three days? It's a question from a Pasuk on Rabbi Yaisi. Um, says the Gemara, Amr lach Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi will say, Yoim echad ha'isif Moshe midaitin. Moshe added a day, Hashem said two days, Moshe said three days. Now we're not just answering in Rabbi Yaisi's name. We clearly found an anonymous b'raisa, which says, that Moshe Rabbeinu added the day, and we're matching it up quite obviously with Rabbi Yaisi. The tiny Muluntana Braisa, Gimul Dvarin, there were three things. Also, Moshe Midaita, Moshe did on his own, he made his own conclusion. And the Hiskima Kadish Baruchu Imai. Hashem agreed, you were right, you made a right choice. First thing was, as we said, according to Rabbi Yaisi. Hashem told them, prepare them for two days, and he told them, prepare for three days. Second thing was with Peter Shemina from Matan Torah, he didn't come back home. He wasn't, he, he wasn't, he wasn't married. He wasn't, he wasn't together with his wife. And when he came down the second time, and when he came down from the 40 days, and they, he saw them uh, serving the eagle, he broke the luchis. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu didn't just decide things from a hunch. Moshe had to base it on something he understood in Hashem's words. What did he understand? My daughter, what did he learn out? Hashem told him, separate today and tomorrow. She said, one second, today and tomorrow? Tomorrow will be a complete day. Today is not a complete day, it's the middle of the day already. So from that he came to the conclusion that Hashem is giving him a hint. Hashem is giving him room. Hashem is giving him room to interpret and say, to understand and say, one second, there has to be a today and a tomorrow that are similar, two complete days. So he said, today has to be like tomorrow. Tomorrow it's a full day, night and day. Afayim, the first day, also has to be Leila, you must have a night as well. The the night of tonight, of today, Naftalei passed already. Shmami, you know, from this I understand, not, not I understand as in a pshat, but I understand that Hashem is giving me a hint 
that what today they have two days besides today okay it's very simple. Hashem didn't come, but Mahmoud didn't happen until Shabbos morning. Obviously, Hashem agreed. He didn't come earlier. There's a story that everyone said that uh, uh, there was a Polish Rebbe that once told his chosid, uh, the chosid asked for bracha for a child. So he told him to spread out some silk. So he said, uh, and, and it worked. They had a child. So he came out and said, Where did he get this from? So says means these words, but it could also mean this uh, silk, melas. heaven spread out. The salmon shari, what do you have over there? Hello, shimsha. It's the sun, which in Yiddish shows is the zun, and it's the same word as zun, as the sun. So everybody laughed by the Pamrangin. You know, this is a you know. Zoom, so it's early years. Early years, you were a bit more comfortable. So everyone's laughing. So, Zoom, sun, shemesh, uh, you know. So the Rebbe said that this shat was not the big kunz. The kunz was that it happened. The person had a child. The person had a child. So here also, the, 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 how did Hashem agree? Because he didn't come until the next day. Obviously, he agreed. Okay. Next, Upinash Minayishi, separated from his wife. Again, he wouldn't just decide things by a hunch. My Donish, where did he learn that out from? Nosa Kalvachimir Baatsmi. He made a Kalvachimir. Umay Isra, look at it was just after Matantay he made that decision. So look at the Yidin. Shulaidibra Shinoi Moimal Shoachas. It was once in a life, once in a life, once in history, that Hashem spoke to them direct. The Kamalam's man. They, that, and not only that, there was a set time for that. And nevertheless, one second, talking to Hashem, three days be separate from a wife. Hashem talks to me that way, like Matan Torah, the whole time. There's no appointments. It's just come. Allah has come, but come for sure. I have to be separate from my wife. How do you know that Hashem agreed? Because after Matan Torah it says, You go back to your tent. What does it mean to your tent? To your wife. You prepared for Matan Torah. You heard me. Now you're saying, I can't, I can't anymore. Okay. You can't. Go back home. Live a regular life. He says right afterwards, You stay with me. So it was after Moshe already agreed, Moshe already decided, and then Hashem tells him, you know what? Good idea. Stay here. Have a point. So Hashem agreed. Fine. Tosis explains, how do we know that maybe this passage is where Hashem clearly told him to separate from a wife, and, and, uh, and maybe he didn't decide it on his own? So Tosis says that we know from the fact that Aaron and Moshe complained about it, the complaint must have been, you know, Aaron and Miriam, sorry. Aaron and Miriam complained. So what was the, what must have been that they said, yeah, Hashem agreed. But, you know, he pressured Hashem to agree. You know, first he agreed, first he decided, and then Hashem said, okay. Why did he decide that to begin with? Yeah, obviously, if you decide something, Hashem will say, okay, if you want it, okay. But but why did he decide that to begin with? Fine. 
and some say, after Aaron and Miriam complained, so Hashem called Aaron and Miriam and rebuked them, and he told them, mouth to mouth I talked to him. So they explain, as Rashi also explains, that I clearly told him to separate. But when did he clearly tell him? It's not mouth to mouth, it's face to face. Face to face, yeah, because it's not literal. It's not literal. No, no, because Hebrew mouth to mouth is in English. Okay, yeah, it's not, it's not like a mouth to mouth CPR. So it's a, it's pal pal dabber boy. He spoke to him directly, and and he, and basically I, he's telling them I agreed to him clearly. He made a decision, and I clearly told him you're right. Um, okay. Then he broke the luchis. My darish again. How did he come to that conclusion? Amar he said, "Uma Pesach is Pesach shoechad mitayag mitzvah." It's only one of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. And Amar Torah v'chol beneichol leichol boy. A foreigner cannot eat the carbon Pesach, and we know that it doesn't just mean a goy; it means a yid which became a meshumid, which serves every desire constantly. So he cannot. He cannot eat the carbon Pesach. So one mitzvah he can't eat. So a Torah kula can hear him holding the entire Torah. We throw him out. All the Yidin, I mean, a large amount served Avedu Zara, and all the rest were quiet. So Yidin as a whole were considered serving Avedu Zara. Allah has come and I can't give it to them. They can't get it. They can't get it. I break it. Umenolam b'yisem ha-Kadosh Baruch Ha'ayyad. I don't know that Hashem agreed that he is right for breaking the luchas. Shenema, as it says, Asher Shibarto. Hashem told him, make a new luchas instead of the luchas asher that you have broken. So the word asher also means, I agree to you and I, I approve and I thank you, so to say, for the fact that you broke it. You're right. I agree. He's confirming his action. Fine. Okay. Toshman, another Pasuk. Another Pasuk asking on Rabbi Yossi, how could he say that there were three days of preparation? It says, Clearly Hashem told Moshe, wait today and tomorrow, and they should be ready on the third day. So obviously there's only two days of preparation. Okay, so the same answer. Hamrin, we already answered. That he added one day in his own, on his own accord. Now it'll be interesting. Now we're going to bring a few, a few braces. Asking a question on Rabbanon. How does that work? Rabbanon are tanoim. How is a braisa question on them? Spaces explains it's not a question on Rabbanon. It's a question on the explanation that um, that Rava gave to Rabbanon. Rava said that the machloikis is based on which day of the week was Rishchidosh. And that everyone agrees that Matanteiru was Shams. And here we're going to find a few braces which say that certain days of the month were in certain days of the week. Actually, the Gimel was Gimel, Vav was Vav, which basically says that it wasn't that 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 was on Sunday, which is what Rav explained in Abyosi. But we try usually to make that a brisa shifit to everyone. So we're going to see Baraisis, which Rishchidosh say that Rishchidosh was Sunday, 
and that doesn't fit with the Rav's explanation with, in Rabbanon that Ashkodesh was Monday. Let's see. Toshma Shlishi, the third day was Shlishi Bachodesh or Shlishi Bashamos. Was the third day in the month and the third day in the, in, the, in the week. So we'll see what does it mean the third day. The third day of what was the third day of the month and the third day of the week? Fine, leave that aside. But the third day of the month was the third day of the week. It matches. So Kashil Rabbanon, or it's a question on Rabbah's explanation in Rabbanon. No big deal. This price is Rabbi Yaisi. Fine. Now let's understand Shat in the Bryce. The third day was the third day of the month and the third day of the week. The third day of what was the third day of the month and the third day of the week? Shlishi Lamai. The third day of what? Says the Gemara like this. We have a few psukim which seem a bit puzzling. It says in Hashem told Moshe, go to the Yidin and ask them and tell them, I want to give you the Torah. So they said, yes, we'll do whatever Hashem says. But Yashem, Moshe, Moshe gave back the report to Hashem that Yidin said, Nasa will do it. Hashem told them, okay, I'm going to come. And then Arsinai, everyone will hear, they'll believe you. And then Moshe told Hashem the words of the Yidin. Which words? He never went down to the Yidin in between in the actual words of the Psukim. There's nothing to tell him back. He already told him. What did he tell him again the second time? It says, Moshe reported, returned uh, the, the words of the, of the Yidin to Hashem. And right afterwards, without an interruption, seemingly in the Psukim, of Moshe going to the Yidin, it says, Moshe told the words of the Yidin to Hashem. What else did Hashem tell him? Moshe doesn't say anything. He says that I'm going to come down. Fine. What did Moshe report to the Yidin? What did they answer back? To Moshe. What happened in between them? We have some missing bits in the story. Something happened. There was some message of Hashem to the Yidin. There was a message of Hashem to the Yidin. It says Hashem told Moshe, I'm going to come. And Moshe told the words of the Yidin to Hashem. Obviously, there was a message of Hashem to Moshe to tell the Yidin. Moshe told it to the Eden. The inter- Eden answered back something, and Moshe reported it. It's missing. You don't have it all recorded. So it says, Zu mitzvah ha If you look in the Torah, the, the mitzvah of ha is written together with the mitzvah of prisha, of separating from a wife, which according to our calculation on the calendar, which is according to Rabbonah, that was two days. That was Dalit Siva. Now we know the starting from Gimel Siva. What happened? So really, that's the missing bit in this conversation. Hashem told them, don't go out to Harsina. He told it to the Yid and Yid said, okay. Moshe went back to Hashem and said, yes. They said, okay, fine. The next day, Hashem reminded him again. You know, remind him, don't go on to Harsina. Plus another thing, separate from your wife. So that first time that I was told, it's not written in Torah That's what we accept. This is what we accept. The started from Gimel, although it's not clearly recorded in the Torah. That's the missing conversation over here. Rabbi Yehmer? Rabbi says, no. There's a hint in the Torah what he said. Even in the first pasuk, there's another conversation which is missing. 
Hashem told Moshe, tell the Yidin, if you're not going to keep the Torah, you're saying, yeah, I'm ready to accept the Torah. One second. You know what you're accepting? If you accept the Torah and you don't listen to it, you get punished. It's not so simple. So that's what he told them. Pinesh Oinsho. He told them the punishment. Moshe returned, which means he told them, things that make a person rebel. In other words, he was trying to test them. You accept the Torah, don't run. You know what you're going to get if you don't listen to the Torah, if you accept it. Take it easy. Think it over what, you, what you're deciding. That was the first step. And when they said, no, we still want it. Okay, if you still want it, it's worth it. You should know it's worth it. And at the end, he told them with the reward. If you actually do the missus, you get a lot of reward. What's They come to the Agoda. The, that's the, you know, the, the more interesting parts of Torah. Everyone wants to hear. Everyone wants to listen. Exactly. It's, an, it's good. It's interesting. Come. Come in here. That's one explanation. And some say, First he told them the reward. So it's a different translation. Things that bring that a person should want to accept the Torah. And he warned them. Don't think it's so simple. Yeah, yeah, I want to take it. I get reward. No, 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 no. Things that are bitter like a lano. Is, it's called uh, Gideon. It's not like veins, but it's like a plant, a very bitter plant that uh, it's also called Gideon. That's, that's, it's, it's, it can also be bitter. If you don't listen to it, it's, it's bitter. You can offer translation if you want. I remember the translation. So what, what does this answer our question? This answers the question that uh, when it says the third day, the Yom HaShlishi, it's the third day since, one second, one second. Yeah. According to Rebbe, according to Rebbe, when it says, Vayoshev Moshe, Vayagid Moshe, it doesn't mean that on that day Moshe told them these two things. Moshe started saying these two things, how good the Torah is, and how you have to be careful, because if you don't listen, then there's a punishment. He started saying it already on Aleph. I don't know how that fits, because we said before that according to both opinions, he didn't tell them anything because they were weak. But here it sounds like he started already telling them on Aleph. And Gimel was the third day for, talk, for like preparing them for accepting the Torah. So that third day was Gimel Sivan, and Tuesday, according to Rabbi Yossi, that Ishchidosh was Sunday. So it was the third day from introducing the Torah to them with these two things, with telling them how good it is and how, and how, how cautious they have to be as well. Okay, they have to look into how actually this fits. As we said before, they didn't say anything on the first day. And also, how do we know that he started two days before? It doesn't say this in the Bryson. In the Bryson, it sounds like he just told it to them that day. I don't know. I don't know how we see that it's already earlier. Fine. Okay. Toshma, another Bryson. 
with the same idea. A brisa which says shishi, the sixth day, whatever that means, shishi v'chay, the shishi v'shamus, vav, sivon, which was Friday. So kashi l'rabonon, again, kashi t'rovis, pshat l'rabonon, that they say that vav was on shamus. Okay, so it's on b'yasi, and b'yasi says it was Friday. Now shishi l'mah, the sixth day of blank, was Vav Sivan and Friday. Sixth day of what? Rava Omar Lechana Yoson. The sixth day since they landed, since they settled in Midbar Sinai. It was also the sixth day since they started traveling from Refidim. The They already got Mitzvah Shabbos before Matan in Mordor. The question was, which halachas of Shabbos did they receive? That they were already, that it says, I already commanded you about Shabbos. When was that? In Mora. Um, when they already had the, the mitzvah of the moon. I'm sorry. When they, when they, it says that he, that he, Shamni uh, saw that he, that he gave them certain mitzvahs over there. He gave them certain mitzvahs. There's no issue of Tchum Shabbos. There were also issues of Tchum Shabbos. One second. I'm just wondering. One second. Okay, I, I have to get back to this tomorrow. Um, one second. Okay. So Tayshus says when it says Tchumen, it doesn't literally mean Tchumen. Tchumen is a small issue from traveling from Refidim to, to, to Sinai. It's a much bigger issue. They're carrying all the possessions. Carrying all the possessions, that's it. So that's clearly from the Lamitas Melachas. So basically, this is like a nickname we're using. It means to say things that have to do with borders, with boundaries, which means to say removing from one Rishus to another Rishus. The question was, was that included in the mitzvah of Shabbos that they were given already by Mora? We could say that they were given all the halachas besides it, so it's so a big chiddush. And then they were able to travel from Refidim on Shabbos and arrive on Sunday. According to Rabbi Yisrael, which is chiddush was Sunday, they could have traveled on Shabbos. That's what, that's what uh, Rav holds. Rabbi Achabayakim says, no, they were given the mitzvah of Shabbos, everything, including the, 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 the part of carrying. And therefore, it must be that they left that day and they arrived that day. So it was the sixth day from when they left and they arrived. So that, according to Rabbi Yossi, that was Friday and that was Vopsi. So to summarize, we had this Machloikis, Rabban and Rabbi Yossi, which Rava explained was a Machloikis, um, which day the Shchidosh was, uh, Sunday or Monday, according to Rabbi Yossi, Sunday, according to Rabban and Monday, but everyone agrees that Matan Teirah was Shamus. And... The question is, there are, there are psukim which clearly say that Hashem only told him to separate from a wife two days, and Abiyas is saying it was three days. How is that possible? The answer is, Moshe added it. How could he add it? He has to have some hint in Hashem's words. He had a hint. Hashem said, make them separate today and tomorrow. So one second. Tomorrow is a full day. Today is not a full day. It must be another full day. So he added one more full day. And Hashem agreed. How do we know? He didn't come till the day that Moshe designated. So obviously, he agreed to what Moshe said. Then we mentioned there were two more things that Moshe decided on his own. 
he separated from his wife, he made a Kalvachimer. Again, so you have to have a source. Kalvachimer was Hashem told the Yidin that they should uh, separate from the wife three days before Matan Torah, although it was one, and it was a set day and a set time. So by him, that it's always for sure he has to separate. And Hashem agreed. He told him, Poyamoidimodi, stay with me, or he said, Pel, Pel, Adaber boy. I told him clearly to separate. I agree with him clearly. So he agreed. Then uh, the next thing he did on his own was he broke the luchis because he made a kavachaymer that if Pesach I can't, they can't eat. For sure they can't have the whole Torah. Although it's not a clear kavachaymer because you could say, let them learn the Torah, let them do tshuva. Pesach they're eating. Good. But he made a kavachaymer and Hashem said, you are right. Asher Shibarati, you are right. Fine. Then we have two brises which were asking from them a question to Rava's explanation in Rabbanu. Rav is saying that according to Rabbanon, Rishchodesh was on Monday. But we have two rises that one of them says that Gimel was on Tuesday, and another one says that Vav was on Friday. Okay, that's a reason. Fine. No problem. Now then we have to understand the rises. The rises says like this. In the first one it says, the third day was Tuesday and Gimel Sivan. The third day of what? So we bring a rises that according to Rabbi, Moshe Rabbeinu told them before Matan Torah things that convinced them to keep the Torah and things that tell them that you should, you should think twice. In other words, that you should know that it's not so simple. They could get punished as well. They get rewarded, they get punished. The question is, which one is Vayoshev, which one is Vayagid? Either Vayoshev is telling them the punishment, Vayagid is, is trying to draw them close, telling them the reward. All the way around, Vayoshev is trying to draw, draw them close and Vayagid is telling them these punishments. So, so we know that these these two things started already on Aleph Sivan, although we have to know how that fits with what we said before. They didn't tell him anything on the first day. So the third day from him introducing the Torah, that's when that was on a Tuesday and on uh, on Gimel Sivan. Right? And then there's another verse which says the sixth day, day was Vav and Friday. This, uh, that's according to the view, you see. The sixth of what? So it's the sixth since they arrived in, in Midbar Sinai. That's what Rav says. Comes Rav Achabiyanki and he says it's also the sixth day since they left Rafidu. Yeah? Um, well, what's the, what's the, the idea? Because according to Rabbi Yaisi, Rishchidosh was Sunday. The day before was Shabbos. Could they travel on Shabbos? They, could they carry all their possessions? Could they go out of Tchum Shabbos? Mainly carry their possessions. So Rabbi says, not a problem. I they had Shabbos already by Mora, not everything. Hoitzah wasn't told to them. Rabbi says, no, they were given Shabbos, they were given everything. They were given everything, and they couldn't carry, which the Chayim is to understand because, because, oh, one second. Although the Mon was already told before, given before, and the Mon, it says that they shouldn't carry their keli to, to catch the Mon, Says Tosis that according to this opinion, Parsha Saman is really said later, not right by the beginning of the month. All these details of uh, not carrying the Kaili was said really after Matan Torah because it, it says over there also put a container in front of the Orin by the Kedusha There's no, there was an Orin already. No, there's no Orin. There's no Orin yet. There's no Orin. The Mishkan was built after after Matan Torah. So how is he saying put it by the Orin? So the, that parsha must have been said after Matan Torah. And therefore, the fact that they shouldn't carry the Kaili could also be after Matan Torah. Say that. Uh, 